This is the Sales Gravy Podcast. I'm Jeb Blunt, best-selling author of Fanatical Prospecting and Sales EQ, and I'm here to help you open more doors, close bigger deals, and rock your commission check. This episode of Sales Gravy is sponsored by Sales Gravy University. This incredible learning platform is perfect for salespeople on the go because you can learn anywhere, anytime, and on any device. For a limited time, you can try Sales Gravy University for free. That's free. No catch, no cost, no kidding. Just go to goals.salesgravy.com. That's goals.salesgravy.com to take my free comprehensive goal planning course for salespeople. This course includes videos, workbooks, and everything that you'll need to build an effective goal plan to help you reach your dreams. This is the second installment of my conversation with Lee Sauls on how to differentiate yourself in the hyper-competitive marketplace. So before we jump into what salespeople need to do in order to differentiate, let's talk about what they do that keeps them from differentiating, the biggest mistakes that they make in the process of creating sales differentiation. Yeah, well, the first thing is waiting until price becomes an issue. So all of a sudden they get the, the proposal and the buyer says, you're 20% higher than the competition. Oh, let me tell you why we're different. Ship's already sailed. You're done. So when it comes to sales differentiation, you can't be too early, but you can be too late. And waiting for price to become an issue is definitely an example of being too late. And along those same lines is, I find salespeople, when someone balks at their price, you know, they looked at 20% and, you know, what you said before relative to the phone, safety on a proposal. You're all the same and yours is 20% more than theirs. Makes no sense. Why would that be? And when you ask salespeople why that occurs, it's, oh, the buyer's a jerk. He didn't get it. Rather than embracing it themselves and say, I failed. I didn't differentiate in a meaningful way such that the price that I've put in front of them is worth every penny compared to the value that we represent. So, but this is how we end up in these negotiations, essentially, where they're negotiating with themselves, right? So, because you haven't created any value, the only way to differentiate is on price, and that's simply a race to the bottom, so yep. you end up in these really frustrating conversations with prospects who say, just give me your lowest price. And I, 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 when I'm coaching and teaching salespeople in, in our courses, when we start walking through, you know, taking them through the process, one of the things that they do, and it's interesting that they do this, they like, they can't believe that there's a, you know, there's a process where you ask questions, you build a relationship, you, right. you uncover what their issues, their problems, their opportunities are, and you build a case for why you should do business with you, with you which is part of differentiation because they, they spend their lives seriously going in pitching something and going straight to price. That's how their entire life works. Right. So they, they almost can't fathom that you could have a different type of conversation. And, and if you're waiting to price, like you said, to differentiate, the only way you differentiate is a race to the bottom. And you're not even negotiating. You're simply you know, trying to throw a dart at a dartboard to figure out where you need to come in based on your competitor. So for, for just one second, let's let's step back and talk about executives. So sales leaders, vice presidents, operations managers, CFOs, the people that are watching the 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 the, the P and L. 
Mm-hmm. Those folks are frustrated with salespeople. I hear them all the time. Our salespeople mm-hmm. drop the price. Our salespeople give it away. And they're screaming and yelling at the salespeople. What do they need to do in order to enable salespeople to differentiate in, in the marketplace when they're standing in front of prospects? Yeah, I think there needs to be an initiative in companies led by sales leadership, but joined with marketing to define not only what their differentiators are. So often I find companies have a really good handle on what they have that's different. Not a perfect handle, but a a good handle. But where they're ineffective is being able to help someone on the other side of the desk be as passionate as they are about those differentiators. I'm sure you have the same conversations I do with executives. Oh my gosh, we shouldn't be negotiating at all. We should be getting our price every single time. And the struggle is they don't have an effective strategy to share that in a way that someone on the other side of the desk says, oh, my gosh, I I have to have this as well. Well, that's what they when they go to marketing and say, we need to teach the salespeople how to talk better. I mean, essentially, that's what they do. (laughs) So and then and then the salespeople talking better isn't helping them uncover needs or or anything about their, their, their customers. And it's not helping them be better salespeople. In the book, you talk about a flawed question, a question that creates tremendous frustration for salespeople. So I'm, I'm interested in whether or not you'll reveal this, this question and, and help salespeople understand it without giving away the book. Yeah. Um, no, I won't give away the book. But that flawed question is tied to the search that every salesperson has. They're looking for this one thing. And if you remember the movie City Slickers, Right, these three middle-aged men held off, uh, went off into the wilderness looking for this one thing, this one magical thing that would give their life meaning. Well, in sales, do the same thing. We look for this one thing. Oh my gosh! That as soon as I say this word, the checkbook's going to pop open. Say, we'll just fill that out. Here we go. Done. And that flawed question is, what makes us unique? And if you look up the word unique in, in Webster's. You'll see expressions like existing is the only one. Well, if you have a patent, you'll meet that criteria. But for most of us, that's not the case. So what we should be looking for is an aggregate story that we can position in a way that no other provider can. So instead of looking for that one thing, we should be looking for our overall differentiated value. Not that any one thing is unique to us. But if you add up the portfolio and you're effective at positioning that so that someone on the other side of this says, boy, I got to have all 10 of those things, you're going to win. It's, it's funny that the way that you said that, I love that you, I, you know, I've never, I'll be honest, I'm almost speechless because I've never heard anybody say that before uh, because I, you're exactly right. We're, I've been in so many rooms with executives and salespeople and everybody's trying to figure out why they're unique. But I grew up in uh, a competitive differentiation type of, of sale that I learned how to sell and had to create differentiation. But everybody in my industry was the same. In fact, we all sold the same stuff. Mm-hmm. If you walked in with your samples, your samples were the exact same as your competitor. And we would try to, to find ways to make those things unique. But if you just looked at the label, it was the same manufacturer that made the, the product. And yesterday I had Anthony Anarino on, you know, Anthony yeah, sure. kind of runs in our crew and yeah. we were talking about his new book, eat their lunch. Yeah. And we were, we were, we were talking about the same concept of, you know, you're, you're in a world where 
basically to prospects, you, you're trying to look at unique, but to them, everything looks the same. You've got to take a, a, a different tact. With, does that make sense? It, it does. And, and I'll tell you, one of my favorite examples to use with salespeople, because you know, when, when they're looking for unique, they get frustrated. And then the C word comes out. We're a commodity, right? And that's, that's the way we buy. If you think about when we're on the buying side, and we're all buyers at some time. We're not just salespeople. We buy stuff. And the way our mind works is in a grid. And some people actually do it on paper. Some do it in our heads. We say, what's our criteria? We put that in the left-hand column. And where are the potential places I can get it? Check all the boxes and try to get the best price based on that criteria. And that's what leads to so much frustration around commodity. So my, one of my favorite examples is to bring up is uh, toilet paper, right? That's a pretty straightforward commodity. I can sit here and roll off a dozen differentiators around toilet paper, as could you, right? Color, number of sheets, ply, uh, shape. I, all, I mean, you can go on and on and on about something as simple as toilet paper. And we don't all buy the same toilet paper. We buy different brands, different places, different types, as something as simple as toilet paper. So we all have opportunities to differentiate ourselves. We just have to develop the strategy around what we sell to do it. And we're typically buying toilet paper based on how we feel. There's, there's, a, there's an emotion that's tied to that. I know it's kind of a, we're talking about a bad analogy here, but there is an emotion tied to to a toilet paper. That's why, you know, there's advertising to, to get you connected to that. And even though that's not a salesperson selling toilet paper, what the companies are essentially doing is creating differentiation by changing the way you feel about their particular product. Thank you for joining me for part two of my conversation with Lee Sauls about sales differentiation and make sure you come back for part three. And to get ahead in life and in your career, you need a great set of goals. And you can take my free course on goal planning right now at goals.salesgravy.com. That's goals.salesgravy.com, and it's absolutely free.